0: Berbeish. What the fuck? Oh, I should have tested this earlier. Hello? Hello? Burbacea? Are you there?
1: Hello? Burbie? Hello? Oh.
0: Is it there? Hello? Burbacea? are you there hello can you hear me
2: i can i can you can i can right now yeah
0: is there any way you can turn up your volume for me let's see can you talk louder i don't know what's going on with your business but it's a little low i I don't know you can you turn
2: up your volume on your computer yeah 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 okay I did a little bit there, but I'm I, I don't know what you're doing. Are, are you doing a uh, music intro? <laughs> no,
0: it's over. I w- well, I wouldn't or call was it that music. It? it was sound. It was an artist name, who I used to know, named Andy Ortman. He's a noise musician, verbacia Noise. Oh, okay. You like noise, don't you? One of my tricks here in
2: L.A. was I was a noise musician. <laughs>
0: oh, how did that go? I
2: liked I liked it really well until you know he was like you know my wife might not like this
0: and i'm like what?
2: you think
1: <laughs>
0: now i, I notice there's a lot of clanking going on i hope i'm not interrupting your eating time i'm anorexic so mm-hmm. <laughs> eating is a 24
2: hour thing mm-hmm. i'm drinking Water right now? Are we recording already? Yes,
0: we're live. Okay. We're live actually. Oh shit, shit! Oh no, are you on like Pride Forty? You're unanswered. Intern- yeah, Internet Radio, Pride Forty Eight. There's forty eight.
2: We're like live on the radio.
0: We're absolutely live. If you say, if you tell the A word, I don't want to say her name. But if you say, um, lexa A- I don't want to say. You know what I mean? The A word. The I am
2: I am plugged her. If you Yeah, and but the, the just, audience
0: didn't, <laughs> but I'm saying if you say, you know who, let's say you're a Whoopi Goldberg, yeah. you know who, um, play Pride 48, then we, they would hear us. Okay. I'm playing the stream okay. here, let's see. I
2: Pride 48, you, okay. You well, enjoyed, you know, I, I completely yeah. unplugged yeah. her. Because she why. was just starting, like, I think she was, like, demon possessed because she was, like, mm-hmm. saying crazy shit, like, in the middle of the night. Like, like, I wouldn't even prompt her. I would be asleep and I'd wake up and she's, like, you know, saying different things. So, I think Alexa
0: w- was possessed, so I just unplugged her. I was like, bitch, I'm not going through this with you. <laughs> was, she, was she sassing? She was sassing you? Is that, is it
2: that was her. Har- did you say harassing?
0: Sassing. Sassing. sassing,
2: what does that mean?
0: You know, when you sass, like if you get real sassy, you're oh. sassing someone.
2: Oh, sassing. Sassing. No, she was like, talk about pentagrams and shit like mm. that. I'm like, no, bitch, <laughs> that's not <Pentagrams>. happening
1: here.
2: <laughs> pentecostal? She was, Pente- mm-hmm. <laughs> she, no, Pe- okay. pentagon, <laughs> pentecostal. Right. pentagons are you know, like Satan worshipping and stuff like that. I no, thought I it, was know, it was a shape. It wasn't as as extensive as that but it was actually just
0: right Right.
2: you know like random like how bitch what are you talking about i didn't even like prompt you like you're starting to say
0: things like no 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 so i unplugged it it was good good i still have it on my my phone it takes a lot to unplug her i use the the sonos lady (laughs) in my house which is just a speaker and Sonos has mm. its own AI built in, but it doesn't go to the cloud at all and all it does is play music. And it has a nice, nice. like uh, male uh African American voiceover. I'm not hope I'm not being offensive saying that. But no, that but I'm sick and tired is, of what people are you eating like yogurt.
2: We we're trying to be we're trying, they're, they're like yogurt? um what mm. is it called? I call it like trans phobic uh, like, um they're like uh, mm-hmm. it, when it, it, it's mm-hmm. not like transgender. It's, it's mm-hmm. trans. When people are like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm really cool with the with the black thing. You know, it's like like
0: uh, me. I am oh cool. the trans
2: liberals. That's what I call it. Oh, tra- oh
0: trans liberal. That's cute. <laughs> I'm really cool with the black thing. I'm cool it's with like, the blacks, okay, tra- right? I think I'm pretty cool with the blacks, right?
2: You are until we you are until oh. we piss you off and you take your white card back. Well. But, we I, get that. <laughs> what do you mean, take it back? I didn't know it was. You ever don't even going. know that you take your white car back, but that's that's okay because I wouldn't be here if, if it didn't bother
0: me. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to figure out if there's a filter to get rid of your your eating noises. That's what I'm working on.
2: Oh my, oh my eating
0: noises. Oh. There's no eating noise filter. Well, Whoever would come up with that is going to be rich.
1: R yeah, is eight, you know it's ozone, so funny. Eating noise yeah,
0: the star dot star. Mm-hmm. you remember ms dos right ms dos i command do that's line. yeah that's ancient word perfect display right do you remember any of those programs uh Visit mm, Camp? I all Oh, those years. Right. Well, now you're really stuffing it in you know you won't starve to death if you stop eating for the hour we're talking you won't starve
2: i know i won't but i just got back i got back from the gym
1: Mm-hmm.
2: maybe two hours ago right. I had a meeting with a distributor who, you know, with no eating mm-hmm. and then I just I had like, you know, I'm a vegan now, so I, I had like a little item yeah, and I count my calories and I'm like a whole day behind like I just finished off calories for yesterday so mm-hmm. I'm like a whole day behind on calories I won't well, starve to death,
0: but you it's know Yom Kippur, you should have broken the fast just now so you're you're really Jewish, right? in a way you're jewish because today was yom kippur if you were jewish you would have just now commenced eating <laughs> so really is that what this i did i had no i had no idea i have oh, no i knew. have no problem you knew you watched with yom, yom kippur yom. you knew that yeah. you watched the view you knew it was yom kippur time you know whoopi goldberg always wishes everyone a yom kippur and everything you know and all that there's so many but-
2: Y'all got so many different holidays. Y'all are, suck. you know, taking chicken bones and putting it on a plate with an egg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have That's so many different some. holidays. I can't even keep up.
0: Yeah. Like
2: people, it's like, you know, Kwanzaa.
0: Well, all you Black need to History know, Month, and we're
2: done. <laughs> all you
0: need to know is Our holidays all suck. I remember one year Passover was on the same day as Easter Sunday. And I had to go to a p- Seder, and then I had to go to a black people uh,
1: Easter-eating
0: event with pork and all this. Other, and the same day, because I was dating a, a black woman. <laughs> it was crazy, right? That was in Indiana. It That's, feels like yesterday, but I'm, doesn't isn't it amazing? You know, when I watch these Instagram cunts, I always think, you have no idea how fast time flies. You're going to be old a in a snap you're going to be old and you're going to have nothing cuz you spent your youth getting money by selling your your looks what are you going to do when i was young i worked in a career to to so that i could you know learn something right and i can still do it but these mm-hmm. kids that are you know just selling their you know their looks it's going to be gone in really just 5 years cuz they just keep getting replaced and then, what are they gonna do? You wasted five years, you know, like changing clothes on a treadmill. You stupid asshole. I hate those people
2: mm-hmm.
1: right?
0: Did you say Indiana at some at
2: one
1: mm-hmm. point?
0: I'm from Indiana mhm you did oh, okay, I may. Indiana is yeah yeah
2: somebody somebody got shot in Indiana recently. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Ooh. At uh at uh what's that, Purdue? Benny Hill. Somebody somebody killed their roommate.
0: Oh, I just owns. saw that in the in the um what do you call that thing? The internet. I saw I just started to read that. Purdue, right? What happened? His roommate killed him, right?
2: yeah i wanted mm. to know like what motivated it and they're like nothing and the police officer said nothing motivated <laughs> yeah. he, you know it was just not nonch- she was just nonchalant like you mm. know what he looked at him like a little bit funny and got you right. know the other one got pissed off and like murdered him we not don't know it. if he got shot if he was choked if he was stabbed it yeah. was just like you know it was unprovoked you know, nice. it could have been like he tripped or something. It's mm. like, bitch, don't trip in front of Girl, me.
0: Girl, you tripping.
2: Bang, you know? bang. We bang. don't
0: know. <laughs> you tripped. Sorry. <laughs> By the way, I didn't have my noise gate on. So part of that noise, the eating noise was yours. I don't know. It sounds like you're scraping a cup with a spoon. But the Still? noise, the background noise was me. Is it... I wonder if your face is. Have you not shaved today? It sounds like maybe your your face is rubbing against the microphone.
2: No, my face isn't leaning against the microphone, but you know I do move around a bit. Hmm. So I don't know. Maybe maybe that's it. You know.
0: All right, there since you're
2: such a smarty pants, we're yeah. we're going to do a spelling bee. Okay. I've got twenty words
0: for you to spell. <laughs> okay. Okay, fine. I'm up for that, and I'm always up for a bee. Okay, separate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's the word. Are you googling it? <laughs> you can't Google the word. You oh no, no, no! I right? thought like, separate. I boom. thought you were giving me like, you know how you used to do those things where you'd be like switch, and you'd be like do this switch, like you're teaching aerobics. Remember, you used to do that. I thought separate was like you were separating the spelling b introduction from the actual b. No. Anyway, no. what, what's the first word separate
2: <laughs> okay smarty pants right,
0: i'm spelling you're you're just talking over spelling. my spelling separate s a s e p a r a t e separate, separate.
2: You, you yeah you needed time to google it okay i, don't, I get you, you know, i could i, I would have done separate it. Uh, E-P-E-R-A-T-E. But I'm looking at it Did I spell it wrong? <laughs> so I would have put the A in the middle I would have put know. the A in the middle now that I see it But I would have done P-E-R-A-T-E mm-hmm. that, that would be my natural inclination <laughs> On how to spell it
0: and Look, I have early onset uh, Alzheimer's disease huh? And I make no apologies for misspellings Okay, it's a disability Go ahead, what's next? What's the next word? Okay, I'm definitely Yeah, I agree Definitely, D E F I N I T E L Y. Definitely. Can you use it in a sentence? You should definitely go fuck yourself. Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) Now, wait a minute. Look. A. You're
2: W-A-I-T-A Wait. No, no. You're space. the one who took me to the Thai restaurant mm. where I had to do the beat
0: down. No, 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 no. When they were trying Indian. to
2: se- they were trying to serve me pussy fried rice, and Indian. I was like, bitch, I'm not
0: having it. Indian. And by the way, I went back there yesterday, and I was scared to death to see that woman again, but she didn't say anything. <laughs> I never thought
2: you'd been back there before then. You know what
0: she said? Hang on. I do actually. I can tell you what she said. I re- I actually recorded it, and I, I'm glad because I meant to tell you this earlier. So wait, I need to vamp while I find the recording I made of her. Okay, this is <laughs> this is what she said.
3: That's her, right. Yeah. I cut a bitch.
4: Okay. Drop it.
0: okay. And did you get that?
2: And you know what? I did. I got that, and... and my honest response is "suck my balls, bitch." Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Did you seriously think it was too hot, though? I don't think it was too hot. I mean, it's Indian food. Say it again. Indian food.
2: Oh, Indian food.
0: Yeah, you uh, thought it was too hot.
2: Yeah. That Indian food woman. I told her, "suck." So, you know, she tried to serve me some pussy fried rice, and I told her to suck my balls, bitch. Right. And uh, she said. <laughs> She said, you're a, you're, you're a lesbian. And I yeah. said, no, uh-huh. I'm a, I'm bisexual, bipolar, overweight, lesbian, black dress. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, when I have to deal with you, I have to grow a pair. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Suck right. my balls, bitch. <laughs> mm, that's right. <laughs> now, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Okay. Are we done with the I'm beat? on the pride48.com website.
0: Yeah. There's a little button you press. Is, this gonna,
2: it's is gonna it going gonna to be like yo.
0: playback? It's gonna delay, yeah. There's that noise again. Uh, something is scraping against your microphone. And maybe it's your vagina. Are you naked?
2: No, you are you are burping on the you are burping on the recording. I'm like, I just listened to it and you're like burping in the middle of my talking and stuff. I can't hear you no, when you're a, on the phone with no, me. No, 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 but no, I just heard happen. it on the playback.
0: That didn't Bitch, happen. Bitch, don't Huh? That didn't happen. I'm, Who just a, burped? None of what you just said happened. You must be on the wrong channel. Did you change the channel? the wrong channel. No, wait. That's Pride 47 you're listening to. Mm -hmm. Are you still there? It's radio. You have to talk. What are you doing? She's gone. Where did you go? Burbs. Well, I guess... Burbacia, where did you go? I see you're still on the, the Zoom... Okay, I heard your mic noise, so I know you're there. (laughs) Why are you hiding? It's radio. You can't just put a mask on. Did you put your burqa on? Is that what you're doing? You're hiding from me? You're making a political statement for the women? No,
2: I am not. But it's like, it's Mm -hmm. kind of funny because, like, when you talk Mm -hmm. in real time Mm -hmm. and then the recording comes in, it sounds like you're like. (laughs) It sounds like you're schizophrenic and like you're like two mm-hmm. or three people talking. You're like, Brebs, what's going on? Where are you at?" And you're like, "Did right. you just leave
0: the phone?" Like, <laughs> "Well, you thought you thought I was inside the computer." I'm
2: like, "Okay." Yeah. All right. So let's see. Spelling beam. Right. All right. M- maneuver. haha this one I got you.
0: What is that noise? Maneuver. M A N E U-V-E-R? No. Mm. It is M-A-N-O-E-U-V-R-E. Bitch, I ain't
1: French.
0: (laughs) It's the French
1: version. It's a
2: French word okay all right you know, i know yeah. you're real political and that's yeah. all you want to talk about what's going on in your world girl? i don't
0: want to talk about what's happening things. my Current
2: world
0: issues, my world is your world your world is my world actually we should t- since you're talking about my world i should talk about this what's going on in my world is this weird noise it sounds like my co-host is rubbing her microphone against her facial her her her, her facial no. beard but that's fine um uh, mm-hmm. I saw this, so David Serta did a new, well, he didn't, he's sort of hatching eggs, he did a new, he, he his production company, Handbag Productions, put on a show, but he's not in it, and he didn't write it, so he's producing younger people's work, and this is Frankenstein, like Frankenstein, and it's kind of like a, sort of an acid dream, acid uh, trip, where like, uh, Barbara Streisand is, you know, hanging out with Frankenst- the, the hunchback of Notre Dame, yeah, Rick, re- She's like bringing her <laughs> dead dog back to life—the one she cloned. Only mm. she's trying to clone it. She ends up bringing it back to life like Frankenstein. So that was fun. Um, mm-hmm. Got a vagina. Um, oh, I, good news is somebody bought me a control surface. So I put it on. I got this. So I I asked for it on on my web this morning, and somebody bought it for me—an anonymous donor. And it's it's going to allow me to you know have my little physical controls for this. This is really a boring conversation. If I'm just going to talk about my life, I don't think it's interesting at all. Nothing in my world is interesting. verbatim. you're bored. I don't know. Well, I'm just bored. I'm,
2: you know, what what is it going to help you do?
0: Well, I'll be able to, like, to play my it's clips. something that makes my life easier. Like, I can play clips and then control the levels and stuff. Like, I used to do it a long time ago. at broke.
5: So <laughs>
0: I can play my clips. I'll do it. play my clips.
5: And,
2: I love that you know, shit. I mean, it's, just, you know, because mythic, it's, like, it's spontaneous. It's, right. like, in the moment. It's, yeah, it, you know.
0: Yeah, it allows me to sort of, uh, you know, it's it's just like a control room mixer, that kind of thing eight different nice. sliders and they're motorized so when I'm playing it back the faders will move like like it's like um like the invisible man is controlling them you know mm-hmm. uh what else I'm a little upset I haven't seen the Dahmer movie and I don't know if it's the movie that upsets me or the reaction like I see these really yeah, I don't know. I assume the movie is tasteful. I don't really want to see it. But the thing is the like t- D- the Domer, TV show, the TV Because
2: show. it's a it's like a series and then there's okay. a movie on there too.
0: Oh, okay. Is... I didn't know. But I guess because, yeah. you know, Dahmer was very active here, there's always been people who around here who knew him and, you know, that he, wow. he used to uh one of his victims' parents owned a coffee shop. The, I forget what it was called, Pellegrino or something like that on Halstead. And it's just, the, the killings were so gruesome. And I see people making jokes about cannibalism and, and stuff. My comment on Twitter yesterday was like, enough with the Dahmer memes. I mean, because, like, the parents of the kids who he actually ate are still alive. You know, so in a way, I just think it's like, I wouldn't say, I don't know that it's too soon. You're, you know, certainly there's, it's reasonable to make a tasteful Documentary, although I don't think that's what that was, but the way people, especially gay people, are just making it like it's just hilarious. These little internet jokes about—I mean, well, not saying nobody should yeah. have the right to do it, or certainly not suggesting any any of that should be banned or anything. But I just think it's kind of—it's—it's it's insensitive. I—I—I I, I
1: t- yeah.
2: totally get that. I—I under, I yeah. really understand that. Yeah. Um. It's. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a difficult one because, you know, uh, as an African-American a money. Yeah. No, go
0: ahead.
2: and the LGBTQ mm-hmm. ION, you know, I feel as if there can, there's a lot of – nobody's right, nobody's wrong. But I, I just see that there's wow. just a lot of entitlement among white, mm-hmm. you know, gay men and um, – things that are tragic you know are kind of Mm -hmm. funny because they they on the whole haven't experienced it yeah um right and then you know uh, among you know african americans there is a reactive overreaction at times you know to um you know everything's not everything is a cause Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, and sometimes there can be focus in on on what the problem is as opposed to what do I enjoy in my life? What is a solution for me to move forward with my life, and not allow that, you know, issue or dogma to uh, keep me stuck, um, if only in my mind, you know? So, I, I get what you I get what you're saying. You said that the some uh, the parents still have a place on Halstead or Broadway. no, it uh,
0: no, closed years ago. I can't remember the name of it, but I'm just saying okay. the people are still they're still around you know i mean the 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 parents of those kids are still alive they're still around you know and they're they might be seeing some of this i don't know and it's just i want to find this thing that bird bardot wrote he's a club promoter here and he wrote a a friend's post but i wanted to read it if i can find it because it was so what is that noise it has to be something what is your mic touching is it touching anything it, it. my mic is not touching anything it's, touching it's not even close to my
1: face Maybe i don't know okay, if you yeah. hear
2: it's like cold, super sensitive you hear my okay. my air conditioner which is like yeah. pseudo loud in the background um yeah.
0: it, but no it's when i do like this
2: i articulate no. and so my mouth it's uh, like the ear the ear yeah, that's things
0: it. that's it
2: move when my the side of my face moved. Maybe, uh, maybe that's what you were hearing.
0: Is that the microphone I got? I got you. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Carol, okay, so you need to. It's Giga you know. Tigger's fault. He's the one that picked it out. So anyway, so I, let me just read this this post, okay? That Bird wrote, and I it's private, but I'm sure it's fine with him. Well, since the world is telling their Dahmer stories, Jeremiah, Jeremiah Weinberg was a kid we knew, a young sweet kid. Michael Mangiaforti and I went to Carol's one night. That's Carol's speakeasy. Jeremiah was at the bar and waved us over to meet his new friend. He introduced us to him. His name was Jeff. Now, don't all jump on me about this, but he was very nice and friendly. And quite a few guys were very obviously cruising him at the bar right there in front of us like a bunch of vultures. Jeremiah went on telling us how he was going to Wisconsin with him for the holiday weekend. But he'd be back just in time for the party Michael and I were promoting the following week, which was just after the 4th of July. Jeremiah was part of the whole young, new group of kids on North Halstead. His parents owned a business on the Strip, which had been there for decades. He was really outgoing, carefree, and just young. The night of our party, I thought at the end of the evening that it was odd that he was a no-show. He'd never been one... He'd he'd never been to any of our parties and was really looking forward to it. A few days later, I ran into one of his friends. He told me how his parents went to the police and submitted a missing persons report on him. And I walked right down to the station, which was right on the corner of Addison and Halston, and asked to speak to the person handling his case. I sat with him for about three hours and explained what I knew and described Jeff. The moment I mentioned that he had introduced, that he introduced me at Carol's, you could just feel the change of attitude. Suddenly I was given the bums rush. That's when I knew this person thought I was just another homosexual who's wasting their time about some gay street kid. I made a point to say he's not just some young queen who ran away. He lives right down the street with his parents and they know all about him and love him. He has no reason to run away, which, is, which I think is what you're thinking, Right. I suddenly had a sick feeling in my stomach. After that, I made it a point to ask everybody I knew if they'd heard anything of him. Days passed and then seemed like everything exploded. Jeff's face was on every front page and every television channel. Jeremiah was not the first kid missing and he was not the last. Many years later, I was a volunteer as a phone operator at 1-800-RUNAWAY. We'd get calls from parents looking for their children. I've often thought of his parents when we get those calls. People and young kids go missing every day. You know, part of it was that it was what you're talking about, you know, these kids were, you know, a lot of them were minorities and, you know, they just like looked at as trash, you know, and insignificant cause they're gay. And, you know, I don't know. I'm sure those parents are still around and it would assume so.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, I think that that's one of the main mm-hmm. themes. I haven't seen the TV show yet. I've just read a lot of it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of working up to, to watching it yeah. um um but it's that's one of the main themes is that people were just not believed you know yeah. because it was a, a a gay crime yeah and it was also uh centered around people of color right so it wasn't a priority and i think that's that's what they really really focus in on right uh, at least that's what I've been reading, is that they, they really, really focus in on that in the yeah. um,
0: the series. Right. So it sounds um, like they're treating that well, you yeah. know. So I just, for myself, you know, again, my issue is not necessarily with the movie I or the show. I haven't seen it yet. It sounds like they do treat it well. It's more just the reaction with these memes, I guess. The way... Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's... Um,
2: what was I going to say? There's somebody... Uh... There was something along the lines of that, night, mm-hmm. <laughs> it slipped my mind. But there, there's, um, oh, one of the brothers mm-hmm. of the woman, one of the women who freaked out at the, you know, the sentencing. Yeah. She, he was just like, are you kidding me? You're recreating my sister's freak out, you know, along those lines. You're what? recreating her trauma? Oh, on on camera yeah. and that's what the black community um who's been sensitive enough to overlook the fact yeah. that it's a gay issue has really you know keyed into is that you're doing you're taking black people and doing trauma porn again so this was a black know, like woman it's doing, you know a, you know
0: kind of an exaggerated uh, 12 out.
2: years a slave or okay. you know oh. roots or yeah. you know um yeah.
0: Miss Oprah Winfrey, yeah, yeah you're Harco. doing trauma
2: porn yeah. again.
0: Yeah. So well, you know,
2: it's it's yeah. It, yeah.
0: Oh well, I mean, I don't know. no. What? I don't give know. me what? I don't know. No, I don't know. I'm just just on my mind. That's all. You know, I I just something just doesn't feel right about it. I I just. I just don't like people making. I don't know. It's it's hard for me to talk about stuff because I don't. I, I have such a you know weird. You have why. a strong opinion about it. You want to cuss well, people out? Go no, for it. No, but not just. A, no, 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 it's just I feel like a hypocrite <laughs> oh because I'm so I, you,
2: know, you know. I mean, it's I, and I get that. You know, it's it's uh, you know I have a. It takes me a a long long time to get to the point point where I'm, I'm ready to cuss somebody out, mm-hmm. and um. You know unless i put like a quick put up a real quick boundary with somebody in the moment yeah but you know with with something that's you know um it's systemic it's not just systemic towards black people it's systemic towards gay people it's systemic towards you know with the police um Mm -hmm. you know looking at these types of crimes as not being worthy of their attention yeah um you know i don't know if i I mentioned to you before um and i'm not to like jump on the bandwagon with you know the jeffrey Dahmer story but i Mm-hmm. two things that when i was in chicago i was cruising like in the clubs i was right out of college yeah. and i was going to the clubs and you know cruising halston street and all that shit around the time that he was around and kunanan so it was like i'm lucky to have made it out alive you know yeah. but i think it was you know since i was fat you know i there was you know i i, I probably slid through the cracks yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but, uh, one of my bottoms, like moving to Los Angeles to pursue a career in acting was not, has never been like a smooth road. So, you know, I, I've experienced all kinds of financial things. And one financial thing was this bottom that I experienced living um, in this um, uh, a garage conversion and you know I get t- I needed a place to stay you know I was staying with a friend I had X amount of dollars it worked the guys like move in you know let's just do a gentleman's agreement meaning that he just didn't want a lease because he wanted to like And I had no idea at the time I was just too naive and too like great a place of my own to you know get a lease uh but I, I I I moved in. I did not sign a lease, and um, I said, you know, if you need like I, other people have applied, and you know, if you're looking for somebody to sleep in the living room, maybe cut your cut your costs, and you know, I can refer them to. You. I talked to a few people, and I wasn't really, um, you know, concerned, and I wasn't like ah, eh, too thrilled, and and then I came home one night from doing you know an errand. And he had moved someone into the living room. (laughs) Mm. Now, mind you, this, what I found out later was the landlord was meth addicted. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, heavy, heavy alcohol, like first thing in the morning, alcohol, um, half black, half Filipino, gay, HIV positive AIDS, Mm -hmm. bitter, failed actor. I, I could you not. Sounds like a bitter? catch. Huh?
0: Sounds like a catch. Sounds like a what? I'm sorry, a catch. I can't hear you. A catch. It's a cunt? A catch. Like when you fish.
2: Oh yeah, like a catch, yeah. You know it's so weird? When I have my mic unmuted, mm. I cannot hear like, you you get muffled. Once I I can hear you perfectly. It's 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 a weird thing. I think it might be just that it might be like a connection thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I um, so he moved this this um, uh, transgender into the the mm-hmm. living room, who had just relapsed off of her AA program, <laughs> Jesus Christ. and was living with a woman mm-hmm. uh, and was going to get married. Yeah, and so. Once the 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 woman found out that she wanted to be transgender, she was like, "Oh no, no, bitch! You need you need to go." (laughs) So she was kicked out. So she relapsed on her AA program Mm -hmm. and was doing hormones while relapsing and newly, you know, coming. I tell you, this was like a nightmare, Mm -hmm. which culminated with me being stabbed in the head with a box cutter
1: hmm.
2: by the landlord and who had, who had turned my car in for towed t- tickets. And so it was towed. I had no way to get around literally walking around and, and he out stabbed of money. Me in the head. And I was,
0: huh? In the head. stabbing
2: me in the head. Once on the left side, once on the right side, with a once box cutter. In the, my temple right near above my eye. I don't know. If, you know you've seen me. You've seen me. But it's kind of healed over, and
0: you know, was this some people Dahmer? can
2: see if I don't point it out.
0: This was a serial killer. No, crazy. he wasn't. A, he wasn't
2: a serial killer. He wasn't this is to the, the mother and the father. Hmm. The, the mother, his mother. He's like you know, he was like in his early fifties. His mother was actually there visiting from a couple of towns over, and when the police showed up. She was like, oh, no, he attacked. He, he," you're like me, like Barbacia, attacked my son. And my son was doing uh, Mm self-defense. So the police were like, yeah, we can arrest him, but we'd have to arrest you too. We know what happened, but we can't do anything because we'd have to arrest you too. So that was a culmination of like, nine months of calling the police. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: I mean, this shit with, you know, the roommate who was going through a transition and screwing up, you know, her medication, her hormones with using drugs and alcohol. She was a nightmare. She would go to the uh, Echo Park park and she would pick up homeless people to have sex with. Yeah. And she would literally, she was in the living room <laughs> having sex with, like, different people, like, sometimes two and three people a night. Right. And she was into knife play. Okay. Where she would take out, she'd have <laughs> <laughs> hidden underneath the bed butcher knives. Mm. And she'd take, she, like, in the, in, while having sex, she'd hit a point where she was, like, all hot and, like, I'm in control now. And she'd reach under that bed and grab a knife and stab it in the head above the, the 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 person's head where it would stick into the wall
0: that's not this shit went on and this uh-huh. was a trans i'm gonna have to mute myself too this was a trans person
2: when, yes this was a trans person who used to be in the military a marine
0: did she just, and is that it, how she gave herself the trans surgery she just cut it off with one of her nine trans hundred. surgeon did, I don't know if she did it
2: herself. Now, see, you're just as bad as the Dahmer people. Like, why? <laughs> that's just a question. You're best, just as bad as the Dahmer people. Mm-hmm. I know. Like, did she cut I'm her own dick off? off? <laughs> that's why I'm conflicted because
0: I feel like a hypocrite. I can't
2: be a part of yeah. this. I'm going to get in trouble with right. it. I'm going to get canceled.
0: Ugh. i done been canceled, verbatim. So, speaking of canceled, um,
2: Wait, let me finish up. The the, the last thing was, Mm -hmm. is the police were like, I kid you not, for like nine months, the police Mm -hmm. were there like three or four times a day. Yeah. Never doing anything. Mm -hmm. Anything. Like they were disgusted that they were there. Like there Mm -hmm. was this, there was literally heroin syringes in the apartment on the floor. It was so nasty in that living room. Or where she you, was bringing homeless people home to have sex but after you, like a five-day meth run
0: did you feed them and they would <laughs> right yeah they're not going to do any work but if you don't feed them she would, knows
2: i'm so. sure she would feed them but yeah. you know i mean she was on meth so she you know mm-hmm. they weren't really hungry they were just sure. there for the math, you know, and a place to sleep, and heroin. No, no, no. The cops, you know, I was mean, like the cops. So you got we to feed the cops if you want them to do anything.
0: She's not talking. If you want cops to do work, you have to feed them. They're just like Jewish kids.
2: Oh, you're talking about the, the, the cops. cops? Oh, they they were like they'd show up, and because this, you know, because she was like out of whack with her hormones, mm. she would she would like literally lose it like if the landlord said something to her they'd have a like a meth battle Mm -hmm. and she would get pissed off she would literally go outside and take bricks and break out all the windows in the apartment okay so there was all this glass on the floor Mm -hmm. and then outside there was all this glass and then like bundles of clothes from homeless people that she'd picked up and said, oh, you have a place to stay over here. Mm-hmm. And then they would leave. And then the landlord, mm-hmm. he would have people that he would bring in who were just like on the edge.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's
2: like, well, I can get that money from them, you know, and, you know, or sex. Yeah. And then when he found out that he wasn't going to get any sex or money, then he would scare them off and they would leave all of their belongings there. Mm. So it was like this: the police would get at, show up, and they're like, "What the hell is this?" They're like, you know, unless you unless we see them punch you in the face. Right. <laughs> my favorite line: unless we see them punch you in the face, there's nothing we can do.
0: Uh, my boss, was- my boss lives in uh, like some hoity-toity suburb in. New York in Long Island, you know, the cops. And he was telling me he got like some situation where, you know, somebody was road raging him and he called the cops and because the guy, you know, they th- they threatened to beat him up and it was really scary. And his daughter was there. He called the cops. The cops basically said, oh, no, the only thing you can do is basically do a citizen's arrest. We can't do anything. And he's like, OK, so somebody's road raging at me, threatening to punch me. And you're saying I should do a citizen's arrest. Right. That's all I can do. And, and you know like, how is that going to deescalate anything? And so, but then we looked up the guy. You know how much the cop makes? This cop that couldn't do anything—two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year is what this cop makes for doing nothing. It's insane. I mean, you talk about defund the police. Yeah, you know they get too much money for doing. You know, and here, like in Chicago, they gave cops more money. Cops did not get defunded, but for some reason, because a a few people were doing protests that said defund the police, the police all of a sudden think they don't have to do any work because the people wanted to defund them. So they're like, oh, somehow they confuse the fact and they get away with it. Oh, so (laughs) because people wanted to defund us, therefore we don't have to do anything. We don't actually have to do work. And we can act like we've been defunded, even though we're actually getting more money to sit on our asses. The cops are a fucking protection racket. It's just no different from the mafia, as far as I'm concerned. They just get their money differently. They get it from taxes mm-hmm. instead of from holding people up, you know, in, in their store. It's fucking mm-hmm. ridiculous. It's interesting, you yeah, know.
1: I, yeah. Yeah,
0: our lesbian, ahead, no, our lesbian, you know, Lori, L- do you know who Tom Tunney is? Do you know him? I had sex with Tom. No. Oh, yes, I know who Tom is. <laughs> well, he's the yeah. Okay, the audience may not, but he's the alderman, and technically, he's the vice mayor. So if the, if Lori Lightfoot were to die of severe lesbian uh, rage, she he would be the mayor and he resigned his post effective may and so did uh, several other at least six aldermen have all quit and they're all quitting because lightfoot is a rageaholic she's fucking crazy and there's videos i've heard the way she screams at people she acts like it's like watching a hitler video i'm not even kidding you like she's fucking and i and tony tom goes to my gym and i was asking i'm like Usually, like, when my wife asks, you know, we'll chat with him. He'll always be politically correct. But for some reason, last week, I saw him in the locker room. And she was, uh, and he was just, like, going off on life. he's like, oh, she's horrible. You know, you should have seen the way she almost, like, th- she was just in the face of this other alderman pointing her finger right in her face. And the other alderman could have clocked her. He's like, this woman's out of control. I said, well, a- anyway, are, are, you know, why don't you run? And I think, actually, he's was collecting signatures yesterday. So I think he's going to um i think he's gonna oppose her run run against her i'm not sure but i think he's gonna run against her and you know so far nobody has a chance of beating her but i think he might because he can get that gay vote from her you know they just love that fucking lesbian she's fucking crazy she is crazy Mm -hmm. well you know i'll I'll, i will say a
2: couple of different things Mm -hmm. um you know, and and this is not like I'm a racist. I grew up in an all-white neighborhood, but it took me going to college and graduating, you know, getting sober, working in an all-black neighborhood yeah. uh, on the south side of Chicago as a substitute teacher for them to tell me you're not black, for me to realize that, oh, yeah, that's right, I am black. <laughs> but, you know, it, um, the, when your constituency... Um, it's not, you know, it's predominantly white. Mm-hmm. There's going to be people, even though you've got the majority, um, vote, there's going to be a lot of people who are like, we just resent you because you're, and we don't really think we have to do anything you, you say because you're a woman one and you're black two mm-hmm. and you're a lesbian mm-hmm. three. So there's, I I, I mean, I don't know, unless she's, like, doing, like, meditation, she's got, like, a therapist in the office and all that, like, on a daily basis, I could could see how she would be snapping, like, you know, bitch, there's another thing on the to-do list that I haven't done, and bitch, you need to get out of my way so I can get this fucking shit done. Either get on this fucking rodeo or get the fuck out of my way. And I, 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 you know, I, 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 I get It that. Sounds like
0: what you're saying is you I can totally, relate to her because yeah. you yell at Indian waitresses.
2: Wait, so hold on a second. Let me. I'm going to mute myself so I can hear you.
0: What I'm hearing is, as Berbacia, I'm Berbacia. In my head, I'm saying I relate to this rageaholic lesbian because I yell at Indian food servers. Unmute. <laughs> Girl, I did not yell at that woman.
2: I told her I would punch her in the face (laughs) because, and I don't know, I I really don't know where it came from that there was an energy between us. Like she threw some energy. I don't know. It was like, I'll I'll eat your vagina out, Right. You know, it could have been that energy, which is like, you know, being like a survivor of like sexual assault that pops up. And I'm just like, you know, bitch, get off of me. Like, right. I, you know, I, 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 or it could have just been like, you know, well, I think it you, was the whole you, part of it was too not, it was that it was like she, uh, she I was paying mm-hmm. for the meal, yeah. but she was looking at you for all the direction and right. stuff. It's like, bitch, I'm paying. And that was part of it too, was like, bitch, I'm paying for the meal and you're right. not acknowledging me. You don't have to acknowledge right. me because I'm paying for the meal. I'm not like that kind of an ego narcissist. Right. What it is is that. Mm-hmm there was no acknowledge there at times mm-hmm. there was just no acknowledgement like you know i mean i'm trying to put in my own order and she's looking at you to like you yeah. know so what does he order you know it was kind of like bitch.
0: right no i realize there's two sides to this and i'm just and i know that you had another situation going on a dialogue with her okay. internal external but what i'm saying is the funny part which was what I remember you saying, and I could have this wrong, but I remember something to the effect of you saying, bitch, this food is so spicy. I need to stab someone in the throat. Not was it was it stab someone in the throat or <laughs> punch you in the face. Uh, no, no. Maybe both. <laughs> maybe both. But I'm pretty sure I heard stab you in the throat. I'm not sure. <laughs> Next time and I'll take so better fun- notes
2: my my people will know that that's a joke because they know that that's not my my energy that's that's not who i am mm-hmm. my people will know that that's a joke or my people will know that that's a polite way of like you know get it together bitch yeah. <laughs> you know like, like a lori lightfoot
0: my right. lori lightfootisms <laughs> well i think what she i think what she was trying to say is this <laughs>
1: Sorry, money only chain. Always talking money, only hit chain. Show
3: me how you love me. I don't want to blame baby buddy, buddy, brag. I don't want the money you Would you say I, that love, some I love that?
1: No,
0: but what? I might but have I to what? edit that, but I probably won't remember to, as usual. My post-production never happens. I'm as lazy as Hagatha starting an Etsy business. How is Hagatha? She's She's disgusting. She's land on her feet? She's disgusting. Land on her feet. <laughs> she landed in a bathtub full of coins. I mean, the shit is so tragic oh. with her. But I found this amazing app that allows me to transcribe all of my podcasts into text in a very accurate way. So I've been transcribing oh, wow. my podcast and and I'm posting them on my pay-only paper which if anybody wants to subscribe to, it's madge.substack.com. The reason I am putting it only on the pay is I don't want my transcripts to be Googleable because then I'll be in jail without a job. I mean, hmm. well, no, I'll probably have a job in jail for five cents an hour. Barbasio, I want to ask you about something else about this racial thing. And I know that hmm. you're, I, I, I don't know that I'll get Uh, the perspective I'm looking for, because you're kind of a, you're you're a black person, but you've, seems to me you've socialized in white circles. And I don't know if that's right. But so I have this friend who, uh, this person acquaintance, let's say, and he's like one of those people that he's always like, he is a expert in white guilt. Right. So he always says the right thing, you know, but meanwhile, he, you know, embodies privilege. Right. So, he he posts a lot about like the plight of black people in the gay community and he seem he comes off on the surface as very sympathetic. But like one thing he was saying like today is like, oh, isn't it awful the way you know black people are treated in the gay bars, right? You know, and then there you know, and he wants to do like some sort of video vignettes about how poorly black people are treated in the gay bars, and I'm emphasizing the gay bars. Now what I wanted to say Is what bothers me about his statement. I I don't know how you feel about this. Is that his? He sort of relies on this premise that there are the gay bars, and the gay bars are white, and they are they exclude. You know, they are white privilege, and you know, gay people are and or black people and brown people are looked down upon. That's his. That's his sort of his assumption. That's where. That's his basis. My experience, having worked for the Coco Dorm. Is that yeah, that's those are white gay bars. But there's a whole community of black gay bars that are predominantly black, like and I've seen loads of them in Atlanta, in the south side of Chicago, in DC, in New York, tons and certainly in Miami, where there's like predominantly black bars with very few, if any, white people. So I guess what bothers me, and I just want your opinion on this, is bothers me this assumption that the gay community is you know, he's so in his white privilege that he doesn't even understand that there's his whole perspective is, is kind of bunk because he's only relying on the white community for his perspective. He's, he's just assuming it's to me, it's, it's the, such an embodiment of white privilege to assume that the white gay community is the entire gay community. It is not. It's just, there's a lot of black people who want to be in, you know, the white gay bars, but there's also the black gay bars where there's no white people and you could be there. And then that problem, as far as I know, doesn't exist though. They do get in fights every night. (laughs) What do you think? Well, yeah, you know, our our
2: friend um, with the initials uh, Mm. uh, BM, not bowel movement, but our our friend with the initials BM, who used to live in in a building you lived in, uh, really points out that there's fights every night. And, um, you know, the at least on on Halstead with, you know, uh, blacks having fights in, in Boys Town in the streets and so that's like a once a year at the most
0: event that is not a regular occurrence
2: okay i've never i you know it's funny because i never experienced that when i lived i moved out in 2003
0: so i don't know but what i'm saying is uh, i'm not talking about halstead i'm saying there there is a world outside of halstead where there's like predominantly black gay bars predominantly latino gay bars in chicago and in other cities
2: right right no, I get it. You know, my thing is that, you know, is that everybody's equal mm-hmm. and that, you know, we should all be uh, honored and lifted up wherever we go. Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a separation because that's, you know, that's taking us back to the white uh, mm-hmm. uh, water fountain and the black water fountain yeah. in segregated uh, Mississippi uh, back at the pre uh, civil rights movement and post civil mm-hmm. rights movement until like the early seventies. Um, but, you, you know, I don't, I, it, it, yes, I, I grew up in an all white neighborhood and I feel like it's, it, it, you know, I grew up in a multicultural, diver- went into a multicultural diverse school where people were from all over the world. And, mm-hmm. you know, it just never really crossed my mind until later. And, and, you know, once I, I, you know, gra- after I graduated and I was back in Chicago and understanding that, you know, I was different because I was black. One thing that I, I, did, I did notice it's and, and I'm getting to your answer, but it's, um, you know, there was a pre- heavy amount of blacks who were on the streets around white gay bars in Chicago and around the sex clubs in Chicago because they didn't have the money to go in. If oh. they did go in and they, you know, they, just kind of hung out Mm -hmm. not everyone but there was a a a a big number and i think that you know there's um a you know and i i've experienced it myself uh you know like are you trying to get in my wallet mentality and you know we don't know you you look different than us then you know stay the fuck away from us and that goes you know with african americans that can go all the way back to systemic racism and you know people um not getting to the point of getting over uh the systemic racism and you know finding their own place and and taking their own power back that they're worthy and you know prosperous in whatever environment uh they're they're in if it's a white gay bar if it's you know you're on the street you're in you know like You're over in, like, the Polish side of town over Mm -hmm. (laughs) in Kenzie or something. I don't know. But, you know, or in Little China or China Village or whatever it's called over there. But I think that there is this uh, transition. And and part of my transition was going through that nightmare with the, the roommate and the landlord of literally just, you know, reaching, like, a severe bottom of, like, you know what? that shit happened, happened in the past, you know, um, you know, it still happens today, there's systemic stuff that still goes on today, my credit is, is, you know, I have outstanding credit, I still get like a high rate for, on a credit card, really well, high does. numbers Every, on a credit card, everybody like,
0: does, that's not racist. I'm
2: just, I know, I'm like, I'm just about at the top of the, you know, mm. I just you know, I finally got to the point where, you know, we've talked about, about this, where, you know, I can, I, I my accountant introduced me to someone who's like, you know what, you can, you, you know, you're a freelancer, we can do like a, a no doc loan for a mortgage. And they just ran my credit today for a mortgage for a um, a multifamily. And so I'm pre-qualified, they're going to start searching a multifamily that will, you know, the numbers have to be right, like, it's going to have to like, support itself you know it's going to have to pay for the mortgage taken in t- take into account the rate and there's places in los angeles or outside of los angeles that can do that like the properties are still
0: like okay, i don't you know, want to turn this median, into a finance conversation
2: and there's you know a uh, front house back house mm-hmm. type of thing and you know the the rents are are still comparable so there's ways to do that but i'm waiting to to, to see if there's going to be like right Right. So, I'm getting a little bit of you know like leeway there, but you know I'm I'm just wondering if there's going to be any kind of, you know, extra stuff that I'm going to have to go through because I'm African American, and you know I was like, well, let me put it in my LLC, and they're like, no, 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 we can't do that because we're you know we're going to
0: do. Um, we're going to. So you do... don't really have yeah. an opinion on what I was saying. It sounds like like you don't. The idea i mean what do you think the because my my issue is this guy who is so sympathetic you know he thinks well he's no so no that's that's,
2: that's, that's this, this is the issue me, to me this is the issue that okay.
0: people are not
2: uh y- again you're going into your racism you're not even realizing it mm-hmm. because there's the nuance of looking at all these different sides of it yeah when we're not racial we can look at the different nuances mm-hmm i am like a naive person with that kind of perspective maybe because i did acid you know back yeah. in college but i'll try to look at all the different so nuances nuance of it and the different nuance, sides of it what and then am I, missing? I get like fucking freaked out when i see that somebody else is, is not looking at the nuances and they they you know like a creditor and they're like oh, okay your rate is you know Twenty twenty five 25 percent even though your, your your credit is like points away from being like perfect credit okay but what, what
0: <laughs> I, I don't know if you so can anyway. hear me what nuances am i missing i mean i'm perfectly willing to realize that i'm racial or racist i don't deny that but what what am i missing like what nuances am i missing am why I
2: in the world you know for one you know um Yes, he's doing a black and white thing, you know, but at the same time, he's at least doing it, you know, having some kind of perspective about it's maybe that's his journey of trying to to find out what the perspective is. He's he's not there yet. But to me, it's like a white savior complex. That's
0: what I don't like about it. Say it it again. It's kind of like a white savior complex to me. You know, he's being the white savior, saying, like, let's protect the black people, but he's he's not seeing his own nuances, which is the fact that this, it, to me, it's a really important thing to see that the gay community is not just the white gay community, because that in itself is a racist POV, I think. No? No,
2: it, it, it's white it's, it is not just the, the white gay community. Yeah. And, you know, our acceptances is that, yes, there are black gay bars there are Mm. latino gay bars or lesbian bars or you know transgender bars there's you know whatever else there is there's there's different places and guess what if all of those people wanted to go to the same bar it
0: shouldn't be an issue there should not be an initiative to
2: try to make sure that no and absolutely
0: i agree with you i'm just saying that i think the broader perspective needs to be there as well and i think that's yeah that's all i'm saying
2: yeah yeah, I
0: mean, you
2: know, I'm not and I I I'm I'm I don't think I'm white people need to perfect, save the, like but I am a fan of when yeah.
0: you know I I was at this you know during the Black Lives Matter thing. I went to a lot of the the protests. I remember going to one the, the theatrical event and it somehow it was about Joan Jett Black, right? It was a play about her life at at some theater. At Wolf, yeah. Yeah, saw that. So, so, and they had like, uh, you know, a dialogue with the writers and the actors afterwards. And there's, you know, a, a girl, a white girl who stood up she said, I just want to know, I feel very guilty being a white person. I don't know what to do. She said, and, and the black girl from the show just said, just stop talking. Just stop talking. You just need to stop talking and listen to us, you know? In other words, stop. You know what I mean like you don't need to save it. We don't really need the what, your point of view as a white person. You just need to shut the fuck up and and let black people lead this conversation, you know? You don't need to be this white steroid queen who's just, you know, because by showing how wonderful you are with black people even though you don't understand the full perspective of the experience or even of the, you know, the gay community, you're just kind of like drawing attention to yourself and wanting to say in the same way that this person is a, always trying to get more followers on Instagram. It's just, they just want to be the center of attention. You know, you don't, you're not going to be the one to solve the race issue. In my opinion. I mean, Oh, I, I, I don't know. I guess maybe because I went to so many of those black lives matters marches, I kind of bought some of the rhetoric and I don't believe that this, that racism, I think that white people, do need to stand back and let black people lead through this. And in fact, I will say this, I'm, I am, I am a hundred percent in favor of reparations. I, I, and you know why? And I think part of that comes from my experience.
2: Cause I owe you money. That's why. <laughs> Cause I owe
0: you money. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, no
0: you so never sorry, I never. I just want to make that. No, you never, you never, you don't. But the thing is like, this comes directly from my experience as a Jewish person. I, I remember having a conversation with some people in, uh in when i was in high school go at the Perkinsteiner, right and there was this girl named elka goodman it sounds like a jewish name but it's not and she was like a descendant basically of nazis and i was a descendant of holocaust you know victims basically even though my grand i wasn't directly but my grandmother was the only person who survived of her family of her you know brothers and sisters they all got killed in in the gas chambers and because of that her experience she became such a a bitter, understandably bitter person, filled with rage, and just so spiteful and mean, and just, just so difficult to be around. And that that generational, you know, and and so I saw, I've I've experienced the generational, I don't know what the word is, guilt or hate or the that generational disease, I guess, that got handed from her to my father to me. It's like I feel it, right. All that, that damage that happened to her got transferred to my father and got transferred to me. I, and so I'm like, if I feel the—if I'm a victim of that hatred from, you know, my grandparents—from Elka's grandparents, how come they don't owe me anything? How come I get all the—I'm brunt? I'm the one that—I'm the fucking victim. I'm a, I'm a fucking grandchildren of victims of this fucking horrific, you know, genocide. And they're the they're the descendants of the people that perpe- perpetuated perpetuated it. So I get to re- I get to be a victim, you know, receive the sort of leftover abuse, but they don't have to be responsible for any of that, you know, even because it was. You know what I mean? Like it's hard for me to explain it. Hmm. So because of that, and then I've seen. I've read a lot of you know accounts of slavery and so one of the most the movies that was very moving to me is 12 Years a Slave in addition to Roots but maybe 12 Years a Slave hit me really hard because as an adult who is really maybe more able to to sort of empathize with it you know these people were fucking literal property they were fucking beat every day abused treated awfully horribly abused and so I'm miraculous that these people were able to survive and then it's really not that many generations later that you have people that are, that are you know, maybe great-great-grandchildren of these survivors. And in the, I think of the same way, I'm maybe assuming, that I, you know, bear the brunt of what my grandmother, the guilt that she brought, you know, handed down to me being the only survivor, you know, where her mother, you know, who did survive, always gave her the guilt for not bringing her parent you know, her siblings with her to America and all this. And, you know, and I think, well, I know there's a lot of violence in in black families, too. There's a lot of physical violence, a lot of domestic violence. And I wonder if that, how much of that comes from the fact that they were beat as slaves. You know what I mean? Like, so I just feel like I think that intergenerational harm is real. And I think if intergenerational harm is real, then so should the the then the the debt for what was done should carry through as well to their design i don't know if i'm explaining that at all uh properly but i'm trying does that make sense at all or what do you think
2: Forged away you definitely forged away and and you know you're you're it sounds like you're 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 you know definitely trying to find um an answer of or make sense of it um and i you know i cannot speak for um uh, generational i think it's a generational disease of, i don't of know, what to, people. I, there's, know a, there's a proper word but I'm not yeah using it. i don't know but yeah i it's um that yeah i'm, I'm sure that that um you know living and, and you know as, as kids we we kind of we well, you know, we go through it, and we we don't really know that there's an alternative way of of living or thinking or feeling or believing. Uh,
0: By the way, is this any better the audio for you? It goes in and out, and I better? definitely because I just changed. You something. have to when it goes out,
2: I have to like mute, I don't know what's <laughs> and then it comes back. It's very weird. Something wrong with that, that headset. Is. But yeah, you know, the 400 years, my yeah. my. My grand you know i I used to think that my my parents were just uh, um they were abusive mm-hmm. I thought they were, but at the same time, their reasoning was that they wanted to make sure that we were disciplined, so we would not get arrested and yeah. we would not get lynched they they were from Tupelo, Mississippi, which is like you know one of the birthplaces of the civil rights movement, right. Where, you know, there was so much, um, you know, just lynchings and people being drugged behind cars and people coming up missing. They, their relatives that happened to them and their perspective was, you know, we're going to discipline you and the rest of the boys in our fa- in the family and we're going <laughs> to we're going to discipline you so you do not end up lynched and they took that mindset from Tupelo Mississippi to Wisconsin Milwaukee before moving down to Chicago and before moving to Wheaton Illinois yeah and i was you know that was the perspective like you know don't let the white neighbors catch you you know acting up and because we were wild kids from you know the south side of chicago mm-hmm. we were just like this is how we played in chicago but it just didn't fit the the scene in Wheaton, illinois and we caught it a lot and um you know what and, do you mean man, my it? parents more so than anything they my dad used you know drugs and smoking weed to 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 cope on the weekends, after he worked two jobs to support yeah. all of us. And then my mother was into like food. And, um, you know, I think she might have been bipolar as well, like untreated bipolar. She, you know, they didn't diagnose people, you know, as bipolar. She just disappeared in a room for, right. you know, a week or so, you know. Um, but that was, you know, that was their perspective that, that was their initial motivation is we want to make sure you do not get killed and i i tell you it 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 made me live and react and act small where you know i literally if i were stopped with a light off on my car i like a smile came over my face and i was like you know the sweetest thing and i would always get a ticket
0: yeah or you know so so what do you think about reparations
2: I think reparations would be amazing because of the uh, the damage that was done. Mm-hmm. There's a mindset of, you know, that is, is quite different. Like, I'm listening to people that I know, you know, and you're talking about the, somebody making, the police making $250,000. Right. I'm talking to people, you know, I'm, I'm looking at people who are making, and they, they don't, you know, they're, and I, I don't want, want it to sound like entitlement, because every there's enough for everybody but if people don't believe that it's there for them as well because of how the system has run for so long and how people running the system said well no it's not for you either and people get stuck in that mindset and that belief system Until they're freed from that belief system, they're going to live and work and operate in a marginalized mindset and work at and earn uh, at half speed or quarter speed or no speed. Or they're going to be outside of the gay bars in Chicago, uh, hoping that, you know, somebody will help them out. Mm Mm-hmm. You see the correlation. Yeah. So that's where that's what I mean. You know. Yeah. The reparations. I think they're 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 de- they're definitely important. I think that all these initiatives that people are doing now, Amazon has a Black Business Accelerator Accelerator program. You know, all the a lot of the big corporations have you know grants for individuals to start uh, people of color, women. You know, and there's you know websites for women, uh, um, people of color, BIPOC, and LGBTQ for grants for starting businesses. And, you know, um, I think that um, each one of those um, entities or each one of those groups of people um, at one time or another have been sold a, a, a bill of bad sales that they've been just told lies or treated like, you know, their Mm -hmm. lives don't matter, you know, uh, including women in there, BIPOC, I'm including LGBTQ, (laughs) That their lives don't matter. And they bought into that, that lie. And um, I know for a long time I bought into the lie and my, my response was eating, eating a lot of sugar, having a lot of sex, um, you know, going from job to job, not really have, having fear when and trying to uh, take steps further in my life because I bought into the, those lines. So, yeah, reparations are are I think they're very important if we can, you know, take and put billions and trillions of dollars in this country into other countries that we may or may not get back um
0: and into military then yeah we can actually support our own people i mean it doesn't even have to be like like oh you give these black families money it could just be creating um i don't know community resources you know just maybe just like in chicago just treating all of the neighborhoods equally and you know repairing the sidewalks in the south side too I, i don't know I mean maybe it's not yeah. maybe the reparations aren't like doing more. Maybe the reparations were just treating people equally. <laughs> yeah, wouldn't that be something? Well Well, you know, what what you're looking at like decades and centuries
2: of uh generational wealth that, you know, people are trying to catch up with now. Yeah. And there's there's legitimate, honest people who are trying to catch up with that and those dollars would actually make the difference.
0: Yeah. No, well, that, you know, the argument yeah. I hear against it, which I don't, which I think is pretty easy to dismiss, you know, they'll say, like, well, how do you know if I, you know, like, for me, for example, why should I have to, as a white person, why should I, match? why does have to pay reparations to black people? I, my whole family wasn't here until, you know, the 1940s. Why should I have to pay? I wasn't part of the, you know, the, the, I wasn't here during the cotton plantations or whatever. And the answer to that is it's not a debt of family. It's a debt of the government. It's the, you know, the government allowed this to happen. So the government is the one, is the debtor here.
2: Right, right. And the government will, you know, dole out money to the trillions of dollars to different causes, countries, and not think twice about it. And, you know, that money De- uh, definitely comes out of taxes. California is is refunding us, you know, money because we we've been overtaxed. Mhm. You know, like they're they're like, oh, we've got a surplus. We should have only taxed you this, you know. So there's so much of this Oops. stuff that's done, and you know, in 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 researching products, you know, for you know, I'm, I'm trying to do this Amazon thing, and I'm researching products and I'm researching how much an actual item costs. So, say for instance, you you have like a case for your laptop, and you get it from Apple, and it it costs I don't know forty bucks. Yeah, you look at you look at a Chinese manufacturer. That thing is like fourteen cents. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I don't want to get there. I don't want to go there to uh, your finance stuff. That's a whole thing, and I, I want to wrap up. But I want to mention one more thing. <laughs> I want. You, okay. I don't want to go there. I mean, it's a nice topic. I'd love to talk about it sometime, but not now. Uh, I want. Did you see on Hulu? That is, is-
2: such an entitled white statement no because. i'm the host bitch i'm Go the host ahead.
0: did you see the drag queen hulu special with lady bunny and ginger minge and those people did you see that
2: no i don't have hulu and yeah, lucky
0: it, it is was was all, it great it was, was, was so perfect i just watched it because i wanted to see lady bunny because she never gets you know the kind of that kind of exposure which i want yeah. her to have But God, it was so bad. I ended up having to fast forward just to get to the Lady Bunny parts. It was so bad. It's literally just an advertisement for like Halloween movies on Hulu. And it was just like one of those. I don't know if you've ever seen Drag Race, but it was like one of those uh, sort of like those skits they do where it's like some horrible intern with no writing skills writes a terrible skit. And it's just so fucking bad. Anyway, I just went into it reverse promote inverse promote that but if you want to hate watch something i do recommend that and it's nothing else to give the view to lady bunny i mean they don't know you hate it right they don't know that's uh,
2: true that's true anyway but, but you know I, what i
0: went. yeah yeah go, no go ahead i was just going to wrap up but feel free to issue some well, closing remarks the before last, i play my yiddish the, album. The, well the, yeah
2: yeah the, the the last thing i want to say is that mm-hmm. you know yeah hate Lori Lightfoot all you want to. Okay. But Conde, Conde Nast Nasty has voted comes. the best big city in the US for the
0: 6th year in a row is Chicago, Illinois. Woohoo. Well, it's a lo- I do love it here. You know, I I don't mind the murder. But like I watch the news every morning. I put on the news and every single day it's like Every day, every day, you they lead with some horrible murder. Every fucking day, a kid was run over by a pickup truck. Blah blah blah. Five people were killed in this part every fucking day. But yeah, it's a great city. I was talking to my wife about this because like travel is Mm -hmm. so expensive. Like to visit my mother in Florida, which is normally like a seventy-seven dollar trip on American. Some even on COVID, it was seventy-seven dollars one way, first class. During COVID. Now it's $300 one-way shit class, right? Per person, right? One way. And I'm like, God, we can't afford to travel anymore. And I said, thank God we live in Chicago because at least in this city, we can see everything. You know, There's just so fucking much culture here. So much, yeah. And I want to tell you one vignette. And I wasn't even going to do it, but I'm going to put it at the end when people don't really care at least i don't what i want you know we talk about racism we talk about anti-semitism it's hard to deal with especially in these times of divided i had a friend who an acquaintance let's say an acquaintance of mine said something that was so sort of profoundly anti-semitic it just it made my jaw drop and i my instant reflex was to cut this person off it was basically like you know reciting the trope that jews are cheap but in a serious way not like as a you know a ha-ha joke it was a serious thing like it's there, not even funny this you person, know it's not well, even a funny right, thing to say this person believed but go ahead yeah believed the trope and i i was so angry i was fuming i'm ready to cut this person off and then i had an idea right and you're gonna think i'm silly please just just let me tell you because i'm not joking but i decided instead of to cut the person off that I would take this person to see Fiddler on the Roof,
1: the musical, ah, which is playing, okay.
0: which is playing at the Lyric, and I get discounts because our company sponsors it. So I took this person to see Fiddler on the Roof in the in the nosebleeds, <laughs> you know, the, the worst nice. seats you could possibly get, right by the light booth on the, the second upper balcony, and it worked, you know, because I I can't, and it wasn't just the show; it was just the fact that I was able to say, "Look, I want to educate you." Because I want you to see just that we, by by me, I think by calmly sort of changing, shifting gears and downshifting and say, look, I'm going to educate you. I'm not going to just take this gut reaction. I'm going to say, look, what you're experienced is some weird ass propaganda. But not only... Were, are jewish people not rich up until very recently we were profoundly poor and i want you to see our experience and that's what Filler on the roof is about it's about like these pogroms in you know what is actually now ukraine where you know the we were we were banished to this you know part of russia called the pale which spans several regions, which are different countries today and we were mm-hmm. banished and we had these little sh- little shtetls we had to live in and everybody was so fucking poor and we were second class and third class citizens we couldn't do anything and then even with that they would still kick us out of that and just say oh sorry you got to leave now and they would just you know uh you know burn people's houses and, and and that's what it's about and just being dirt poor and being constantly thrown out of your home That's, like, that's not rich. That's not the trope. (laughs) You know, the trope is rich people, Jews are these rich people that control the world. No, Jewish people, yeah, in this country, a lot of people have been, they come here after that, so they're going to try and, you know, and and do well, and they're going to save their pennies and and, and, and not have to live the way that their parents live. Yeah, it's not the reality. In other words, the stereotype is fucking bullshit. And I was, and I feel really good about what I did because, first of all, it repaired the it repaired the friendship and it, and it genuinely you know healed this person and and the person wasn't really a bad person they just were of they believed some shit that they've heard millions of times in various propaganda outlets right various people and how do you fight that by just silencing someone and cutting them off i i don't see how that would have fixed anything you know i think that might have reinforced it you know but anyway, I just wanted yeah. to share that. I feel like it was it was something that was hard to do it and I feel like it was something I can only do as an adult, having been through so many, you know, fucked up things, you know, that I thought, mm-hmm. wow, why don't I try this? You know, and I just mm-hmm. thought it was it was great. That's so awesome, you
2: know, and it's it's and and I, and again, you live in Chicago, which is number one uh big city on Condé Nast. And it's small <laughs> enough where you can actually do that, where you actually see the person again right. and be like, hey, I'd like to invite you to this. Yeah. Here in L.A., you get pissed off. You're like, fuck that bitch. You go on yeah. a bunch of business. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, Iris, re- I think that's great. I love I was in I was oh, the God. only I was part of a black family.
1: You played TV the play
2: theater in Glen Ellen back
0: in the uh, the uh, uh, 70s oh you mean you saw it you weren't Tevia. you didn't play tevia
2: no i didn't play tevia i didn't play grandma's idol i was uh in the chorus and oh, uh, part of a black family by the way there There's was three one of, the, uh-huh? one of the
0: one of the i'm sorry to interrupt but one of the major um roles firmasera who's the one that does the big dream you know who firmasera is the what is this about yes. the you know it was played by a black woman in the in this production
2: wow yeah. so they, I mean, it was a they great updated, voice uh, we, we were pretty progressive back in the 70s yeah. they were like well you're in the community so you know we can't really turn you away we need people in the chorus uh-huh. so
0: <laughs> we'll take you but right. no that's that's very progressive yeah i mean they put white face on her but you know one step at a time <laughs> they you're li- kidding me. well they put whiteface face- no no, no. I, this if just, be a ghost or something yeah that's what it was it wasn't like white white face like what it sounds like, but kind of was. You, you almost got that in there. I'm just
2: like I'm. I'm still going to blame you for 400 years it, of slavery.
0: You can blame you get me. It right. You can blame the Jews for that. I don't care. We got all that money from that cotton, bitch. So much cotton. Yeah, that's some good shit. We
2: didn't get no money from that cotton. All yeah. we
0: got was some Polyester. chitlins.
2: We got part of the pig that wasn't even good. We
0: got the chitlins. But the thing is, Berbacia, Conde nast. <laughs> Sounds too much like nasty cunt. You say Lo- Lori Lightfoot was promoting this nasty cunt, cunt to nast. I don't know. It's something's wrong there. You know what? It is? nasty cunt, cunt to nast. Condoleezza Rice. It's just lesbian black lesbian nasty cunt. Something about it isn't right, probation I'm not. I'm not buying it. I don't think it's the Rothschilds. But there's something wrong in all well, of that. Well, you
2: know, Lori Lightfoot had to fly down to the publishing office and she had to go into that back room and yeah. eat some vagina.
0: Yeah, she got to You eat know, she better. had to do that for the city. You know, she didn't for mind. For the people. You know, she <laughs> didn't mind. You know she didn't mind. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go and I'm going to play my Yiddish record, uh, probation. Thank you so much for joining uh, us. Absolutely. Yeah. It was awkward, but
2: we worked it out, honey. <laughs> we sure
0: did. I'm gonna send you the transcript someday. I'm gonna send you this fucking transcript so you can be like, What did this bitch say?
2: <laughs> right? I'm like, what did she say? Yeah. No, I you know, and you have to maybe on another show you can tell me like where do mature gay people <laughs> live in Chicago? On I'm I'm looking at Zillow, honey. I'm like, you know, if I could you know Get a you know, a place in Palm Springs, get me a rental uh oh, no, in the no, suburbs no. of LA and then get a little a little uh studio okay. to you know, in and, in
0: and, and Chicago. Rogers Park. All right, I gotta go. <laughs> okay, bye. bye <laughs> Play my wrinkle.
3: Im besamig daš sit that is
5: Geboren sehr freilich, ist geboren sehr freilich, eine Mähle hat er ob gemacht Dolle mit dem Schammes Rett nach Dolle und geschickt noch die Fiedler, die zwei und als die Fiedel, die gefiedel, oben, Fiedel, die gefiedel, oben, Fiedel, die gefiedelt, oben, and as the fiddle, 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 geboren noch mehr, Freelich, ist geboren noch mehr Freelich, in Und angetan die Hufe, und geschieht noch die Zimpler die zwei. Und als die Zimbel dicke Zimpler roben Zimbel dicke Zimbel roben Zimbel dicke Zimbel roben sie. Und als die Zimbel dicke Zimpler roben Zimbel dicke Zimbel roben zimbel, zimbel dicke Zimbel roben sie. Und als der Rebierle mehler. Ist geboren Gustav Frelech, ist geboren Gustav Frelech, Herr die Männer. Hat er euch getan die Kühl, und hat er euch gewischt die Brill, und geschieht noch die Beitler die zwei. Und dass die Peikel die Beitler, hobn peikler, die dicke Beitel, auf die dicke Beitel, Nas die fekel dicke peikel hopen peikel dicke peikel hopen peikel dicke peikel ha ben sei
4: Gegräte, mein Säde, sag mal an, mir Wut bei Wämmen, wirst du weiße Matzes nehmen. In der Hei läuft Gottes Barotten, hat mein Weib dem Tee geknog. wir auf Gotts Marohn und mein Weib sag wie sich
3: rein rein mir auf reilach er künt mir in selach heri mir bitte drepplach springe über trockene vieslach shoi narop fun letzten trepplch nimm si One five from Five for und five. I'm a little birdie, I'm a little birdie. 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 i am i am I
1: the
3: salt of the love stein
5: Not anymore, as du gehst im letzten Tag, im le bleien, er verstellen blühe Tag. Kommen wir doch unser Reus' Gebähnte schon, Svetter peugt und unser Trittmir sänen doch. Kommen wir doch unser Reus' Gebähnte schon, Svetter peugt und unser Trittmir sänen doch in dem Palmenland bis weit zu lang von senden du mir tun der pein die tun zerweh wo gefallen wie ja spritz von unser blut spratzen der doch unser quore unser blut wo gefallen wie ja spritz von unser blut spratzen der doch unser quore unser blut Die Morgensun bargilden uns den hein, und der Nächten der verschwinden mit fort. Ey Versammen, welch die Sunn in dem Кайor, die aroll so geht durch Licht von dort zu dort. Ey Versammen, die Sunn in dem Кайor, die aroll so geht das lied von dort zu dort. Um ist das Lied mit und Sie sieht kein Lieder vor der Feuer auf der Freiheit. Das Wort Erfolg von zwischenfallendig gewählt. Das Lied gesungen mit einer Gale in die Herr. Point for at
1: You mean that pussy Mrs. Garrett?